Our away day tractor stalled down in Suffolk as the Latics went down at Ipswich. We look back at that game and look forward to the games at home against Birmingham and our trip down to the Hawthorns, coupled with a lovely competition courtesy of the Olive Garden Standish. I'm Simon and this is the Progress with Unity podcast. Central Si. Hey, nice of you back, Barry. Yeah, back. Back from the wilderness. I've been released early for Christmas. And uh, I'm here. Yeah, had a few jobs, haven't you? A few jobs on. A few jobs, yeah, we could say that, yeah. Gareth, are you well? Fine. Good stuff. Adam? Just turning my phone off. You do that. Let's not have that interference, Adam. Hello, Barry. Welcome back. Thank you very much. And Paul? Hello, Barry. Thanks for the chips. Yeah, we've had chip bounds this evening, our Christmas meal. Salt, we've had the salt and vinegar pole. And it's had a festive theme, isn't it? Because we had a mince pie afterwards. Okay. And a bottle of Fanta. So we're all full of wind and Did gas. Did anyone have the chips naked? Oh, no, it's salt. Nothing on the top. Soft finger on mine. Salt uh, on mine. Just salt and it won the vote. And I had Jack Daniels, because you Paul, on it mm. as well. Jack Daniels brown sauce with honey. Honey glaze. Brilliant. Right, shall we just crack straight on and we have a terrible display on Saturday down oh, at Ipswich. When Paul Kendrick's tweeting this is the worst display of the season, you know something disastrous has happened. He tweeted his food as usual. Are we going to plough through it? Certainly, yeah. Right, Gareth, can you read this? I think this starts actually a bit fascinating reading. Oh, excited. So excited. Yes, the stats from the game, Ipswich versus Wigan Athletic, possession 51% to Ipswich and 49% to Wigan Athletic attempts. Just two attempts to Ipswich, 16 by Wigan Athletic. On target, just the one for Ipswich, two for Wigan Athletic. Corners, three corners to Ipswich and seven corners to Wigan. Wells committed, Ipswich committed 14 fouls. Wigan 9 yellow cards Ipswich had 3 yellow cards Wigan had 2 yellow cards fortunately no reds and the most important stat of all Ipswich scored, we didn't 1-0 and a first home win for Ipswich I think I I just want to start I know you wanted to start Barry but I'm going to start listening to Tommy Goron Wish FM and Latics listen, well Latics live whatever it's called, Arsenal Latics, whatever he managed to make a dire game sounds like we were the best team in the world, didn't it? For spells. You did, yeah, yeah. Well, we did it at the crossbar. We did have 16 attempts on goal. And we should have had a penalty according to Tommy Gore as well. <laughs> I think that's the worst game for a while. Well, unfortunately, I didn't, I didn't, or fortunately, I didn't go. I've, uh, I, 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 I've only seen the highlights. Uh, highlights? Well, yeah, you see the highlights and you think... Right. Oh, we've hit the bar. We've had a couple of chances. It's all the bits in between, isn't it? Yeah, that's it, yeah. But listening to the commentary, listening, uh, although they were getting a little bit excited, it, it kept breaking down at all times, didn't it? The yeah. Players. And Ipswich said, uh, we know Ipswich are a shocking team. I think it's a dreadful result, that, if I'm being Very honest. little penetration, wasn't there? Mm. I think it's a dreadful result. Yeah. Absolutely shocking. I mean, the thing is, you know your new manager bounce. They were going to get picked for win sometime. We shouldn't have been going there losing, should we? We, we sat around here, I think the majority of us, last week and went, a point, a point would have 
We'd be happy to take it apart because of our dretch, dreadful away form. I've gone for wretched. Wretched and dreadful. Away form. Dretched. Dretched. That's but the word. It's, oh, it's frustrating. Mm. It's frustrating. Especially for those fans as well. We made the trip down to, uh, to the depths of the bits, which as yeah. I said last week. Bring back in. For, I mean, it was his first game in only many. Seven. Seven or eight games. We started another one, didn't we? Bolton, yeah. he started away. Started at Bolton. Yeah, we, I mean, he's still off the pace, isn't he? I mean, to, be, to be honest, I think Vaughan, for me, he's made a case for starting because he puts himself about. Like I said, he's not going to score 10, 15 goals in a season, but he brings something else that brings in other players. And I'll just tell you, outside of League One, we haven't actually had a, a player who scored more than 12 goals in a season since um, Nathan Ellington and Jason Roberts did it in 2005 so if we could get anybody to score 15 goals in a season we're doing well because yeah. of that those it's, players not look, it's not looking likely is it no those players come at premium as well don't they this day and age because anyone who's doing that in this level uh, probably premiership quality as well but they always have been I mean they were, they were premiums then 2 million at the time when we paid for Jason Roberts was, was a lot of money oh yeah it? yeah they're, they're always at a premium it's unfortunate now the premiums 15 million, isn't it, for a, for a goal scoring championship? It'd be great to have those two back up top, wouldn't it? Don't pay for it. old, nice tie, haven't Surely. Well, as Roy Keane said, uh, what did he say? If the uh, class of 92, or was it 99, played against Liverpool, they'd win 1 0. Yeah. So, I mean, that's our problem, isn't it, though? It's in our away games. I don't know if you've got any stats on it, Gareth, how many goals he scores in our away games, but. Oh, he got him. He got him. He got him. We're going to his, uh, stat, his stat hole. Uh, Simple answer, not enough. Warming the laptop up so we can check. <laughs> Second, the uncle's yours, let's just go. Yeah. I've not, I've, I'm sorry, I've not actually written down the number of goals we've scored, but the away stats with regards to win, draws, and losses doesn't make good reading. Played 11, won 1, drawn 1, lost 9. Yeah, and that's which is four points. Yeah. It's strange mm-hmm. that you can sit here and actually tell you the win and draw count because normally you think you say who'd be beaten at home and who'd be drawn against. You you may struggle a little bit, but Stoke and Bolton, yeah. polar opposites as well. I mean, I can think of just off the top of my head, just without Brentford, Norwich, Preston, Ipswich. That's four games we haven't scored in. I'm sure there's others as well. Yeah. Can I just give you another stat, which I don't think you realised. Adam and I were talking earlier, uh, when Adam just arrived, and I've been looking at some of the stats, well, some of the performances. Since the 21st of September, on Friday night, if you remember it, we played Bristol City down at the DW. And apparently it was a cracking game. I wasn't there, I was away on holiday at the time. But since then, we've played 13 games, won two... Drawn three, well lost eight. eight. <laughs> you know, uh, we scored nine goals and conceded nineteen. So we're talking about bad away form. It's not bad away form. It's bad form. Mm. I think that it, it, that's it's a little bit frightening, really, because we're not too far off the bottom three now. I don't, what is it? Six Seven points. points. Six points. Right, yeah, well, but the thing is, if if. We've got a tough run of games, haven't we, coming up? And I think Birmingham is a must get something out of game because our away form tells us we're not going to get anything at Swansea or West Brom. And then we've got another tough game at home against Sheffield United. The thing is, if we end up in 
that bottom three will drop like a rock and uh, that's very hard to stop it is it we've is. got that momentum it also, it it also makes it difficult to get your players in in January I think you, you, you get worried you start getting those players who pretty much nobody else wants or you have to just find a bit of magic from your skating network put, a bit of, put extra money in where you don't necessarily I mean, wait wise we've had in the, in the last on the last two occasions we've been in the championships we've had absolutely terrible Januaries in terms of you know what what business we've done I mean the last one was probably the worst transfer window in the history of football who was that one under? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not being funny right within within six months those, most of those players have gone we're talking about Josh Loren Bogle Loren Weir Mikhail Manderon Orbiton it was absolutely abysmal. It was it was it, it was awful. It was shocking. Yeah, it was. It, and you, you, to me, we were in the bottom three at the time. You needed a lift. To be fair, the, what Jonathan Jackson said when he was in the other week, two years previous, on pay, on paper we did sign reasonable players. He just we were just a club that was stinking, wasn't we? Really, we just really bad atmosphere and three or four different groups of players, but. On paper, at least they were decent signings. Sign, you know, Leon Clarks, those sort of players. You know, Harry Maguire. He's been uh, alright for himself, hasn't he? You know, got some good players in, but mm. he just didn't work. But uh, t- to me, like you're right, if we're in that bottom three on January the 31st, or what, is it, presumably that's the deadline there, um, we're, we're, we're just going to be panicking. And we could also lose someone at the last minute as well. Mm. Yeah, so I, th- I think. Birmingham's, a, um, in my view, a must-win. I think it's a must-win as well. Yeah. yeah. Well, what I'll do is if I back um, Latix in all three next games. Oh wait, if I back Birmingham, West Brom, and Swansea, nine points. Because whenever I back Latix, we lose. So back the opposition. Fascinating tactics that time. I'm sorry, I don't have a word. Yeah. I'll go back well, to sleep. It's, it, it's the championship. It's, you know, we're not playing bloody tiddlywinks. This is a very, very tough and competitive league, and we're going to have to be at our best. We're not. We're, we're a long way off our best. It's, it's what we need to address is our fault. Just on, you know, Gareth, I, I agree that on paper, you're right. It's bad form, but I would say the home performance, the performances at home for me. Have given me hope. Yeah, I can't think of te- the defeat against Derby with ten men. I thought they come off that game having enjoyed enjoyed the spirit. You know yeah. that that sort of uh, that feeling you get when you go to matches, a like, bit like the Joyce era when you, you couldn't ever take anything from a game. You said it now, and, yeah. and you went to the next game. You went to the next game, didn't you? Thinking we're not going to. Whereas I'm going into that game Saturday thinking I think we're going to win this because I've seen evidence at home matches, but. Conversely, when I go to an away match, I'm now thinking, I just can't see us getting anything from the, from the scary. We need know. some more of those kind of hull, you know, hull at home, Bristol, Bristol City, City at home, kind of performances, grind it out. We don't go care about, you know, tippy tappy football or whatever. We just need to grind those wins, get, make sure we're solid, because <coughs> we've just lost that bit of, you know, we, we look really kind of comfortable, didn't we? Like, for, like August and September, we look like we were kind of looking like a 10th place team and we kind of lost that even you know West Brom at home we know we know the benchmark of where we can be with this group of players even mm. with the injuries we knew how good we know how good we can play 
Yeah. Making sure we reach those levels on more of a consistent basis, and we're not we're not doing anywhere near that at the minute. And it's it's that's simple as that, really. I, I I don't fear teams like Birmingham and even West Brom away. I genuinely believe if we're at it, we can cause both and problems. So. We, yeah, we need to the problem with the way is there's no evidence of it. Is that we've not seen any evidence really since Stoke, have we? Of uh, no, I mean, no. Did, you didn't, did you really think we at Bolton we were going to win, really? No, probably is not. Stoke, really. Stoke not in danger of being rewritten because I, I think until we scored, it was quite an even game at Stoke, and then we'll as they the were game. getting back into the game, we scored again. You're right, yeah. I mean, obviously, the goal was massive in that game, I agree with you. But then again, we scored at Millwall, didn't we? The thing is, we dug in that day, we've not really saw that. We, we dig, dug in at times where we needed to and then broke and looked, you know, threatening on the attack. We haven't done that, have we? No, I, I, I think... But it's, it was a perfect away form. Down to the home, isn't it? We've got to basically turn some of these performances into, uh, in, into wins, don't we? Yeah, we do. I'd, yeah, I'd like to grind out some nil nils away from one. I, I know uh, on Saturday we was we restricting to two attempts, but it's which is shocking. Yeah, the shocking. So at that point, even that guy last week, uh, oh. Benjamin said, "Yeah, that's shocking." Yeah. Do you think they could stay up though? Still, no. Do you not think they're the, they're a side who would dig in? I think no. they'll get they'll get late for Sheffield United. Yeah. 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 And then again, you have that bad atmosphere, and it's. I don't think that win did them as many favours as they probably hoped. No. they didn't. Neither team deserved to win. It wasn't a good goal that they no, no, confidence from, is it? It was. It was an awful goal. goal so would, you, would you say at the moment the way it's looking, you'd say Ipswich and Bolton are looking, looking down, and there's one of the spares. Yeah, I mean, it's a, lot, a long season, isn't it? And we're, we're not even halfway through yet. Are yeah. we? I think Millwall are in similar boat to us because they're, they're away. They've yeah. picked up one less point away from home than we have. And they're down there and they're much stronger at home. And it's one of those. And that's another game we, we, we have control of. And yeah, again, I don't think Millwall. Uh, I, I think they'll, they'll be either in the relegation spot from the end of the season or just in one place or both I don't think they're going to finish any could be a big game in the last game of the season but will or won't yeah, that could be the side it's a six point so, yeah. so we, we, either, we either go down or if we send them down we'll have no seats left <laughs> well you'd hope, you'd hope it's all sorted before then wouldn't you yeah. you'd hope we could find a bit of form get the players back get them into a bit of form because that's the other thing with the players coming back they're not going to hit the ground running are they again because they've been out for so long, they're yeah. going to be rusty, they're going to have to catch up, they lose the sharpness. There's a lot of neg based on that, because that's a mitigating factor that I've used this week with a few debates on social media about Paul Cook. I mean, it's, it's getting a bit more vocal now and cook out on social media and, and saying, would you trust Paul Cook with, with any transfer budget? His signings have been terrible. That's, the, that's some of the comments, and it's not just individual comments. There's a few. There's a few people standing by that, and I, I, I basically they constantly throw Windass out there, which I still think there's a player in there with Windass. I, you know, I'm not writing him off. Nesmith, I don't think he's good enough for this division, but he's someone who he knew. And I think he's only been brought in as squad player in fairness, hasn't he? But yeah, he's been elevated up because of. Uh, but the, the others, I mean, Kipri, you can't knock him, can you? No. Everybody would have said Evans back. Reese you know, James, Reece James, best player that's ever yeah. left the earth. Yeah, um, I suppose Garner, 
not really seen much of him. But the thing is, is how many managers, even Alex Ferguson got a few stinkers in his time, didn't he? You don't get every single signing right, do you? I think to say that he's, uh, you can't be trusted with any money at all, I think he's a bit, a bit unfair. It, it's a, an easy excuse for a moan, isn't it? No. People are not happy with the results. They're going to find something to moan about that legitimises the fact that, you know, they're complaining. It's not enough to complain, I don't like the results. You have to kind of legitimise it as though you know what you're talking about and it's a nice easy yeah. thing to... Uh, are we 16th at the moment? Yeah. We're currently 16th. Yeah. See, eight, if we finish, eight teams below us. If we finish the league in 16th position, you'd be over the moon. But the only worrying factor about this for me is... Is our fall at the moment? We've yeah. got to stop this fall. We've got. The direction of that's why I think yeah. Saturday's a must-win because it it would stop it. Very true, Barry. Very true, Barry. Going back on what Paul was saying, I know you're having a go at the Mourners, but let's have a look yeah. at the Mourners. Let's have a look at it from their point of view. We've won one of our last eleven away games and two of our last thirteen games. So maybe they've got some at morning. Oh yeah, yeah no, but is no, it, no, well, there's morning it, and it, well, would you be in the school of thought of cocaine? Yeah, oh, that, God, that, no, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's what they're no, saying. Yeah, that, that's the point. I completely agree. There, there is stuff to moan about, but you know, you kind of add a legitimacy to it by saying, you know, like um, Derby. You know, we we came we came off there having lost. With nothing really to mourn about because the performance. You were applauded off. Ten lives that were there. Very good management. Yeah. Yeah. Good tactics. Yeah. But once you get off the off the ground, you've still lost. And what? How do you express that frustration at having lost? Some people will just find something and go, "Well, the manager's not good enough because we lost." And you're like, "Well, hang on, he did everything he possibly could. Every player there." Apart from the one that got red carded, you know, and, and you know that wasn't. It was a bit. You could understand it being red. It was a bit harsh. It was a bit of a silly thing to do. You know, he didn't pull him hard. He just he kind of he went for him instinctively. Realised he'd done it, but by then it takes too late and blah blah. I think we did this. I think we did yeah. this last week. Yeah, but, we but the rest of it. <laughs> you know, how do you, where do you be critical? I mean, you'd be critical there, really, of Naismith, don't because he's the guy who's got sent off. Can't be critical of Cook. Well, they were being critical of him. There chances until, as well, though, yeah. against Derby, anyway. Yeah. Before he got sent off. Yeah. It's a very black and white yeah. game, you know. Cool. If, if one of those chances goes in, he's a brilliant manager. If they don't, he's rubbish. I, I just you think. Know, look, when we beat City, brilliant, don't forget brilliant, brilliant. Good Derby were, though. Let's face it, yeah. Derby for. For a ten or fifteen minute spell yeah. in the first half, Luke, they could score at any time, didn't they? Yeah. They were really good. And then in the second half, they kind of, they seemed like they didn't know how to play against their ten men, didn't yeah. they? It was a, a bit yeah. unbelievable, really. But We got in the faces and we, we, we wound them up. Oh, we did a job on them. And Sammy Marcy was doing it. Uh, we did a proper job on them. But that was taking like it to the line without, you know. Yeah. On another occasion, Sammy Morsi gets red carded as well, and suddenly everything's gone to disaster. Yeah. So it is, it, you know, I know it's a cliche, but it is very fine margins. I think, I think sometimes that you've got, just like you said, that you can be critical because you've got to be critical of that those statistics that yeah. Gareth's given, especially, especially away from. But there's. You've got to throw in the big picture. There's mitigating factors, injuries. The fact that we're in a tough league anywhere. You know, we had one, that one of five games as well, didn't we, when we played sides that we wouldn't have expected to get anything against anywhere. 
and, and, and add to that the fact that he's shown in games last season and this season that, that he knows what he's doing and be careful what you wish for because yeah, I right. remember the, uh, the cold well out and look what we got yeah. I mean, we and know. the Rosler out and look what we got yeah uh, who do we get? We're nowhere near. We're nowhere near that stage. Though, I, think it, I think it's completely ridiculous that we're even debating. Yeah, we're nowhere near that stage. You're not oh, even, oh, you can't. No. But we're not. I'm not. I don't think it's a debate for this for this tip. But I just think that no, it shouldn't go. It shouldn't go without. I, don't even, I just don't think you yeah. should give it the air time. To be honest, because it, it's just ridiculous. It's just. No. Do you know what? You should be in the mood. Yeah, should bring in Mr. Lee Evans, the Welsh maestro. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a good point. I mean, this is one of Paul Cook's signings, isn't it? So. I mean, he's a firm favourite of the podcast crews, and particularly one person, Adam. Uh, you know, but he is, he's a talented footballer, and he's took time out this week to uh, to speak with us. Well, and, he's, and he was the, he's now the second person to appear on the podcast twice this season. Yeah, and the same night. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's have a listen. So, Lee, after the podcast spoke to you after deadline day, you were really excited to be here. How easy has it been settling in and getting back going here at Wigan? Yeah, it's been okay. As, as you said, it's been easy because I've been here before uh, under the management and the staff. Obviously, I think we'd all like to be in a better position than we are at the moment. But uh, as you say, settling in was uh, relatively smooth and enjoying my time, but looking to improve results and get higher up the table. Which performance this season has given you the most confidence that the team can kick on? Uh, I think there's been a few. I think West Brom at home, obviously, they're one of the best teams in the league. Uh, oh, who else have we had? We've had a few good. Stoke was pretty good Stoke away. Stoke away is obviously that's what we want to do. Be doing a bit more often, especially for our travelling fans who come out in their numbers. We need to send them a bit happy a bit more often, which is something that we're going to be obviously mindful of and trying to do. So yeah, them two definitely stick mm-hmm. out. Who's the most uh, underrated player in the team? Other than yourself. Underrated in the team. I'm not sure. I think everyone everyone knows they do their job. I think obviously a lot of the plaudits at the moment are going to Rhys James and rightly so. I think he's having a fantastic season. and uh, Yeah, I don't think he's underrated. Uh, I don't think there's anyone really that's too underrated. I think especially within the group we all know what we can all do and but yeah, at the moment, Reese James is flying. Mm-hmm. You obviously featured in the, you know, the FIFA drill with Jimmy Bullard uh, a couple of weeks back. Who's better at FIFA, you or Josh? You had that little game between between yourselves. Well, I took it easy on him as well. It's definitely me. He's useless. So yeah, me. And finally, um, young Adam, who's uh, one of the panelists, is a massive fan of yours. Anything you'd like to say to him, especially this time of year? Yeah, just Merry Christmas, Adam. Thank you, obviously, for the support. Obviously, uh, that you give the club, uh, and we look to be sending you home over Christmas with a few good results. Thanks, Lee. Have a good Christmas too, mate. <laughs> yeah, very nice, that wasn't it? Yeah. This is good. Yeah. Van Giggs is rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, should be picked. Why, why did he get picked in League One? Well, now he's in Championship. He's not getting picked. <laughs> I don't know. I know we got to play every um, we've got every international break off now. We know where the players going. Nice to hear from Lee again, though. Friend of the podcast. Yeah, excellent stuff. Um, we've got a big game coming up on Saturday, we mentioned earlier on. Uh, boing, boing. I said a, a mud, mud, mud win. Must oh, win. Boing, 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 the week after. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Must win game against Birmingham. Um, 
The referee for, for the game is uh, Russ Joyce, no relation to Warren. He's been mentioned a lot tonight, yeah, Warren yeah. Joyce, hasn't he? Uh, he's done 20, 25 games this season, 91 yards and 3 reds. Uh, he last refereed us in our 3-2 win last season in Cup against Fylde. Oh, I didn't down know. Down at the DW when we was all shoved in one in the West Stand. Uh, Adam, you've got a bit of information on this referee, haven't you? What you've read this week? Yeah, I think it's his first championship game of the uh, of the season. Of, the, of his be, career? It might be ever, yeah. So... <laughs> So it will be the first one of this season, yeah, for him, won't it? Yeah, yeah. gets past you, Barry. No, no. Um, we've played Birmingham 21 times down the years. We've won seven, drawn eight, and lost six. The first meeting was in the FA Cup uh, in 1978. We lost that game 4-0. Kevin Francis 2, Keith Butchin 2. But it was paralysed into was getting elected into the Football League because the manager of Birmingham City at the time was Sir Alf Ramsey and he cast on our behalf in the end of season years yeah, where at that time it wasn't straight promotion and relegation yeah, clubs, yeah he got voted and uh, a lot of people credit credit that game to, to what round was that in? it was in the third round we, is that the same season have we beaten Sheffield Wednesday in we beat, some, we, we beat York City 1-0 we beat Sheffield Wednesday 1-0 Norris Boris Whittle score from a free yeah. kick I, I missed that I was actually I know playing myself that day I know my history I wasn't there obviously no was you not why Young for that All one. Right. Uh, I think Morris Wickley on the wall jumps over it, you know, like they do these days. Oh, so he Very intelligent football. He's a winning lad as well, Morris Wickle. So he created the fashion now. It is, yeah. He played for, uh, I'm sure he played with George Best over in uh, America, Fort Lauderdale. I went to his, uh, he used to do coaching skills when I was about eight or nine. Yeah, I, used to, I used to go to Morris Wickle coaching. That's what made me the player I am today. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Gareth, how's Birmingham's form of late? How's Birmingham doing? Birmingham's form of late. The last six, they've uh, won two, drawn two, oh. and lost two oh. of the last six. Yeah, consistent. Pretty average then. Most recently, uh, drawing away at Blackburn 2 2. They were losing 2 0 in that game, weren't they? They were indeed, yeah. yes, yes. So a, a, a good point what, for What's their last six? Oh, just as a comparison, what's, what's Latics last six? <laughs> Latics last six, oh dear. I'm testing you for that, sorry guys. Well, we've won one, we beat Blackburn 3-1, drawn two and lost three. Losing at Middlesbrough, at home to Derby and at Ipswich. So where are Birmingham in the, in the table, guys? Birmingham are sat in the table in 10th position right. with 31 points from the 22 games so they, they had a dreadful start at the season didn't they quite bad they were down at the bottom Gary Monk took him a while going to go in but uh, that Jukovic uh, has been playing well this season that's somebody we were linked yeah. with when he was at, at Borough and Shea Adams as well has been knocking the goals in yeah, something in my mind I don't know if, this is, if the table says, says this I seem to recall that although they weren't winning many I, I think they drew a lot at the start have mm. they got quite a lot of draws guys? they have yeah they've drawn 10 of their uh, 22 games so you think to yourself, you know, that's what we need to do really isn't it? yeah of course if, just grab them results throw, throw some of them throw them draws in pretty much that Birmingham have got and we'd probably be above them in table mm. ironically what you're saying the stats back it up we've drawn 4 which is the least number of Draws yeah, and you look at, look at games like, for example, on Saturday, you know, QPR away, 
uh, QPR away. Mm. Um, Norwich. Norwich, that penalty. Yeah. Norwich, yeah. Norwich, seven yeah. minutes. Which is a little... Aston Villa, last minute Aston Villa. Millwall yeah. away. We missed the penalty to go two up. Forest at all, last yeah. minute. We were going in that sort of for a yeah. win and then... See it. So, it's just like a lot of kneeling. I know it's not an excuse, but we just need to be... Fine margins. Fine margins. <laughs> anyway, let's get back on the It's actually fine margins. Yeah, I'm not sure the guy you say it wasn't fine margins. No, now it actually is bloody fine margins. Gareth, how do you see this game going? Go on, give us some predictions. Six <coughs> predicts. Six predicts. Six predicts. I brought it down somewhere. I best write it down uh, as well. I'm good for a draw. One, one. I'm very pen, please, Gareth. Absolutely, Captain. Yes. Merci beaucoup. Is uh, Paul likely to be like this weekend? Have we heard anything? No, he's missing old Christmas. I think I've seen it on an interview. I'm sure he's seen like old Christmas period. How many of you can? Doesn't drink. Hello? Oh, sorry, yeah. At the start of the season, we kept thinking that all our games would have loads of goals in, but I can't see it in this one, really, to be honest. But I, I think it's one of them must wins. I think we'll get it. I think we might win 2 0. I think I fancy a 2 0 win. Few goals in this one, 3 2. 3 2. Okay, Jeff. Barry Scott. Barry Scott. I can't decide whether it's to try and be sensible and say 1 0 home win, or whether this is going to be a game where we click and go 4 0 home win. So, what are you saying then? I'll go with a 1-0 on one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's had enough mid-pies for a couple of thoughts. a brief bit of insanity there. I'm, I'm tempted to go with Gareth. I mean, these wrong all the games are very hard to, to, to get something <laughs> off, to get a win off these. Um, but I think, because there's a bit of pressure on us and we've got to perform, <coughs> I, think, I just think we, we, we will do this weekend and uh, I think we'll win this 2-1. For the sake of the team winning and us getting the points, nil two. We're doing it for the team. We're doing it for the team. I've uh, talked about team. We might have. Uh, he was on the bench, wasn't he, Massey? Yeah. So what, what do you think? Give him a go. It's, it's a bit. I, uh, the problem is, I had no game time, so that's. You've been playing twenty three yeah. games, haven't you? Don't want to play twenty three. Twenty three games. It's a, <laughs> yeah, it's a delicate balancing act, isn't it? Because you desperately want players back, but even more desperately than that, you don't want them getting injured again and being out for another few weeks. So. Well, Naismith's back for this game. So. Right, what's the next thing we're moving on to, Barry? Uh, well, I thought before. On the agenda, what we've got is the, uh, the the West Brom game. But before we get there, we've got a competition, Sai, haven't we? We have, we have, yes. Um, we, uh, we're getting a little bit renowned for our competitions. We've had some great prizes. Yeah, there's, there's a courtesy club, of our partners. Yeah, a club trying to copy us, isn't there, with an Advent um, prize giveaway? Yeah, yeah, yeah there is, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think we've trumped them here, haven't we? We've trumped them with this one. Donald, then. Uh, we have, we have indeed. Me or you? Me or you. you say. Okay, so our friends, and they are our friends. Friends. Uh, the Olive Garden in oh, Standish. Very nice. Uh, provided the PW podcast listeners with £30. One of. The opportunity not to win. Yeah. Not the listeners. One of the listeners. Our friends at the Olive Garden in Standish have provided one of our listeners the chance to win £30 worth of vouchers to use 
I'd be like Dan in Standish. It's where they take a loved one, go on their own. Take one of us. Take one of us. Take Lee Evans. Take Lee Evans, yeah. You can take whoever you want. Join Michael and the gang down there. Uh, have a lovely meal. Um, but there are some terms and conditions. And what would they be? First of all, you have to like us. Probably for you to podcast. On Twitter if you've got Twitter. On Facebook if you've got Facebook. So they have to follow us on Twitter. Yeah. And like, like us, us on, on Facebook. Yeah. Do the same with the Olive Garden Standish. We tag them in quite a few things and you can find them on Facebook Olive Garden Standish and then answer this very simple question I think it's a bit of a teaser this one it's, it's oh it's a, it's a conundrum yeah conundrum but it's a good question I don't so, know you come up with it teamwork makes the dream work <laughs> so the question which then you'll have to uh, answer you can answer as, answer as many times as you want which FA Cup hero had a spell in Italy in any particular division in Italy? In any division, but Serie A. I'll give it that what one. You mean like someone like Laurie Sanchez? He's an FA Cup hero. Latix. Mm. Which Latix FA Cup hero had a spell in Italy? You mean employment as a footballer spell? Not just went on order? So, yeah, that's the competition. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. I love all in Venice, didn't yeah, yeah, So, yeah. which Latix. Former Latix player, he doesn't play for us now, does he? Well, that, you make yeah. it easier now. Well, uh, yeah, I know. Which Latix FA Cup hero had a spell in Italy? Excellent. Kicking a ball round a pitch in Serie A. And being paid for it. Mm. Right, let's move on to the West Brom game. We're going to go there on... Boink. Boink, boink. Boxing Day. Um, Adam, are you going down yeah, fancy dress. Hopefully fancy dress. I'm going to try and sort myself out next week. So I get something sorted. I'm going to go as well. Dig yeah. some time. First of two trips in the next month, so... Hey, well done to West Brom, though. 20 quid yeah. for adults. Yeah, fantastic deal. Fiver for me at the FA Cup as well. Brilliant. Is that under 16? Under 12. Yeah. Ha ha! Just jumping back from the competition. Latics obviously in this competition. And then what was on for a pair of headphones, wasn't there? Question to ask... Gary Roberts. I didn't win, did I? Which, which is his favourite podcast. Do you know when I when I saw I didn't I didn't answer that one because I saw it before we before we get into into the West Brom thing. I thought they both they could open a, uh, a nest of vipers with that, couldn't they? What question would you like to ask Gary Roberts? I, I thought I got plenty of likes on that. Uh, there was there was all, yeah. a lot of. Of, um, He's replied to some, hasn't he? Has it? Yeah, it's, it's, it's quite funny, isn't it? But it I thought, makes oh, good reading. Yeah, I'll have a look at that. Anyway, sorry, West Brom, Adam. So Adam asks for uh, the West Brom game. Obviously, can we just explain to the listeners what happened with Adam asks for the Birmingham game? Yeah, we just had some uh, technical problems. Uh, yeah, he wasn't answering his phone, was he? He wasn't answering his phone. I think he's put me on the uh, block list. And on the naughty list. Reported me for harassment, yeah. I think. So uh, I do apologise, there's no Adam asks. But we did give you a really in-depth uh, preview of the uh, of the game. Right, so, uh, West Brom. Yeah, so it's Joseph. Um, and I forgot his surname, but you can go back to a previous episode that he uh, that he appeared in October uh, to find all his details. He's um, a reporter, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's the um, West Midlands uh, football correspondent for the Birmingham Mail, I think. So he, he follows uh, Birmingham, Villa, West Brom. So he's seen a lot of 
Championship football this year, so he's going to give us his uh, expert opinion on all things West Brom. Right, so if you've got him lined up, we'll, we'll grab a chat with him. Give him a bell. Okay, you right, Joseph? Uh, how's it going, mate? Really, really well, thank you, yeah. And yourself? Yeah, great, yeah. Yeah, we're getting ready for Christmas, you know, so uh, spend, spending our money, as, uh, as we have. Just had some nice mince pies and some uh, some chips on barn cakes. Uh, fantastic. Anyway, on to, uh, on to football matters, so... Um, yeah, this, you're the first fan to uh, to appear on the uh, the podcast uh, twice. This is our kind of first reverse fixture of the uh, of, of the season. So uh, I think it's going to go a bit downhill for us today. So let's start on a high for Wigan at least. And I just just wonder what what your kind of thoughts were on the game up at the uh, DW in October. Yeah, it was a game that I was expecting goals in. To be honest, uh, when we spoke the last time. Albion were in a, a, a decent vein uh, of form. They were scoring goals on the road, uh, albeit they weren't winning as many games as they would have liked. Uh, at Wigan, you knew what you were going to get in terms of travelling to the DW um, as, a, as a visiting team. Very, very good form at home. And um, yeah, it's one of those. It's happened a couple of times. Actually, Chips against Hull, we did exactly the same. We flashed a few chances, didn't convert them, and got beat 1 0 sucker punch. And, you know, the goal, the goal itself that came was a, was a very, very well-taken one. Yeah, I mean, it was. A, I mean, I think we've, got, uh, we've been having discussions ourselves about what we think our best performance of the season was, and I think some of us are of the view that that was Wigan's best performance because we had a few injuries that day, and I think everybody who came in kind of uh, stepped up really. And um, yeah, I think I think against obviously uh, such an attacking force as, as yourselves, you know, we limit, limited you to just. Uh, you know, a couple of half chances. So, um, kind of moving on from there, I think you know, since since that that game, obviously you've had some some particular highlights. Obviously, uh, I watched bits of the uh, the Leeds game. I guess I, I suppose that's your your highlight of the season, would you say so far? The the four one victory against Leeds. Yeah, I'll be I'll be really honest. It's probably the highlight of the last two or three years of being a West Brom fan um, and a West Brom reporter. To be honest. Coming into that game, there was a, a real, real. It was on the back of that whole defeat, actually, that I mentioned. It, it, it was uh, a really, really pessimistic kind of collective view of the Albion fan base going into that game. Leeds were in some really, really good form. The scoring goals, uh, they just beaten you guys, I think, the weekend before. And um, I, I was, I was thinking to myself, this is going to be a game where Leeds really, really put the marker down and, uh, and come and beat us two or three nil. Uh, and, and then the question is, then of you know how Darren Moore's going to response to his defeat was the worst period of his, of his short managerial reign and they, they, they fought back and uh, of course all the goals came in the second half but they were absolutely outstanding for, for 90 minutes and you know when I've uh, talked to the past about West Brom and the Tony Pulis and Alvin Pardew and shortly after that it was without doubt the most entertaining exciting goal festival of the game from a West Brom point of view that we've been able to enjoy for a good three or four years I think yeah, I mean, just, just having a look now at the, uh, just having a look at the table, we, you, you've kind of scored forty six and conceded uh, thirty one. So it's uh, it, there's, ne- it, there's never been a dull moment really, uh, you know, kind of the, this this season. I mean, I watched the um, the game against Villa as well, where I guess you showed some good fighting qualities in that game, didn't you, to get back back into it? Yes. Yeah, some rather some rather illegal football as well. But, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll kind of skim over that. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, I thought I thought the balance of play Villa. You have to say Villa were the better team. They came. They're, 
I covered the I covered the game against Middlesbrough at the Riverside the week before, and I thought to myself, these are a real force. Um, Middlesbrough have fallen away a little bit in recent weeks, but Mill, but Villa absolutely dominated that game. Could have scored, could have scored more goals, could have won the game by the by even further margin. And um, when they get the first goal, you think to yourself, uh oh, um, this could be anything now. And then and then Albion fought back before half time, uh, scored a very very good goal of their own. And then of course Villa come with another sucker points in the second half, and then you really really start to wonder where they can come back again. So. Albeit it was well documented, the goal itself should never have stood, obviously. Um, I suppose it's quite sweet for us that if we're going to score a goal like that and it's going to stand, then it'd be quite nice for you to against Aston Villa. Yeah, I mean, it's quite you, Obviously, you, you, you cover the uh, the Midlands club, so obviously you'll have, you, you have seen a lot of you know different teams this year. I'm just wondering who you kind of. Obviously, you'll be aiming for promotion yourselves, but I mean, who would you say is the. Sort of the best side that you've uh, you've you've seen this season in the champion, apart from Wigan, of course. <laughs> of course. Well, as as you may recall in the last uh, podcast, I was very very happy to credit Wigan for what I thought was a very very good performance for ninety minutes at Villa um, at the start, the very start of the season. Obviously, full of life had just come up. Um, they scored a couple of goals and uh, you know turned the game on its head. Um, really, really impressed by Nick Powell on the day. I thought he was absolutely outstanding. Some good defenders, despite the fact they conceded three goals, I thought there was some really good defensive uh, performances as well. Um, and you know that that was, I've got to say, as a standalone uh, performance, I was very very impressed that day. I also went to Nottingham Forest very very early on in the season um, when Albion managed to escape with a point. I thought they were absolutely excellent that day. Um, and so yeah, as well as Villa, and I've seen Leeds on a couple of occasions now. There, there are definitely teams that start to emerge from this kind of bunch at the top of the league where you know six or seven points is a bit of a blanket across eight or nine teams but you can definitely see signs of quality from three or four or five clubs when you would imagine they're already going to be you know at the very least in playoff contention yeah I mean it's, it's kind of taking shape now isn't it I mean I think the <clears throat> most of the big hitters are kind of up there and, and then there's, there's obviously the old surprise package like like Norwich and maybe Sheffield United, who you maybe wasn't as expecting, and then there's a few sides floating just below, aren't they? Like yeah. Stoke, and you know they're not lost a lot Stoke, of games. I think, I think I've got to say, I think Stoke will be playoffs. I think they've just, they might even spend a few more quick January, and I just think that they'll they'll end up timing their uh, their run to perfection. To be honest, I think they might be. Uh, Someone, someone to watch for a, for a top six place. Yeah, so on to the, uh, onto the game on, um, I say Saturday's Boxing Day. This is where you get all your dares mixed up, isn't it? It's, um, um, <laughs> I, so, am, I am there actually, absolutely. Yeah, there's a few of us, there's a few of us coming over, so we'll, uh, hopefully, we've had some good results uh, at the Hawthorns over the years, so I'm, I'm hopeful we maybe could get another of those. I mean, obviously, um, we're big underdogs. Uh, well, absolutely massive underdogs for that for that game. But I mean, how, how do you see the game going? How have you got on against the the lesser sides at home this season? Well, we've, I'm trying to think of kind of comparing to winning the table. Um, you know, teams like um, beat Millwall. In fact, Millwall were the only team that we actually kept a clean sheet against this season. So. They're sort of for you potentially is that you kind of come with the, uh, the comfort that at least you'll score and you might, you know, if that is the case, then you've always got a chance of beating a team like West Brom as it happens in the reverse fixture. Well, it's funny, yeah, we're, um, a, we're a side who doesn't score away. We don't tend to score away from home, so... Uh, somebody's, got, somebody's got to give some, it. Um, so, you know, you look at Millwall, we beat Millwall, we beat QPR 7-1. Um, we've 
think with uh, I'm trying to think who else we played at home. We played away to Preston. We uh, we played away to Sheffield Wednesday. The teams in the kind of the, I suppose the middle third of the division. Um, we played okay against really to be honest. I mean, we lost to Bolton very very first game of the season. Oh, of course, yeah. Um, and that was a bit of a kind of a shock to the system. It was a case of I think a lot of people. For, Fans included probably turned up that day thinking we'll roll these guys over, and um, they came to the game plan and, and, and absolutely pulled it off to perfection. So obviously we've we've learned from that. We've learned not to underestimate anybody. Um, and you know the other the other thing we've suffered at home since then was Derby, who who absolutely deserved it. Yes, yeah. Frank, uh, Frank Lampard's Frank Lampard's derby, the call the new team. Frank Lampard's derby, of course. Yeah, I'm gonna have to get that free. Yeah. So you know you know the drill. Uh, we have the uh, score predictions. So um, what 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 do you predict for for bo- for Boxing Day as well as Wigan fans coming in fancy dress? <laughs> I think uh, I'll be honest. I've definitely, as I've already said, I can see both teams scoring. Um, and yeah. traditionally, Boxing Day hasn't been a great fixture for Albion in recent years. Home or away. Long may uh, continue. Two one, okay. We'll we'll note that one. We'll note that one down. So thanks again for uh, speaking to us. I mean, we could have another conversation because, of course, we've got the uh, we've got the cup match coming up. So uh, in 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 the new year, so we might speak again. But for now, uh, have a have a great Christmas in in the Midlands and um, and enjoy the game Boxing Day. Thank you very much. Merry Christmas to you. Yeah. Cheers, mate. Bye. Bye. Well, that's a great insight into uh, into West Brom, and it's looking a bit pessimistic uh, for us. Uh, <coughs> though the one optimistic thing is they've only kept one clean sheet, so uh, that's quite amazing, really. Isn't it? It's just, when you consider how well they're doing in the table, and considering there's a big brother centre back as the manager as well, do you think they'd be like uh, yeah? I mean, you would think so, but it doesn't always work out like that, does it? So it's the public service announcement here for West Brom. Uh-huh. That you have until 3 p.m. Saturday to purchase your tickets in person or via telephone, as the ticket office will not be open between now and the, uh, between Saturday 3 p.m. and the game, and there is no on-the-day sales. Yeah. But very get get your ticket 20 pounds if you can make it. I think that's very 20 good value. 20. Very good value. Right, gas, 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 gas. West Brom's form. West Brom's form. Well, over the season they're doing very well, and they're currently sat third in the league with 39 points from the 22 games. The most recent form, you've got to say, is excellent. Of the last six games, they've won four, drawn two, and lost none. So they're doing really, really well. They beat Leeds 4-1, won 2-1 at Ipswich, 2-1 at Swansea, drew with Brentford, drew with Aston Villa, and won at Sheffield United most recently 2-1 yeah they did yeah um, and Rodriguez up front uh, I was quite disappointed in him when we played him down here and Barnes I mean Barnes was good but he wasn't what I thought he'd be Harvey Barnes mm. I've watched them a couple of times I've watched them against Villa where they were very lucky if Villa had been clinical they could have won that five by five or six I think and they weren't they weren't actually fantastic, uh, fantastic against um, Brentford either. No. The last-minute equaliser in that game, so they'll give us a chance, I think. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Gareth, I think we should lead to what we're laughing at here because it is quite the, the questions that Gary Roberts have been asked. 
on Twitter. Have a read. Okay. Priceless. <laughs> Worth a read. <laughs> We're good on that, on that uh, advent. Yeah. Yeah. Not the one about gymnastics. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, Ash and Nick had the work cut out. Uh, <laughs> Gareth. I think sadly our horrible away form is going to continue. 2-0 West Brom. Adam. Uh, well, let's hope that we keep up a good record there, because I, I seem to recall we've, we've done okay there in the last two or three, I think we've won. Am I right? 3-2, a 2-1, a couple of 2-1s maybe. And obviously the first ever Premier League away win there. Jimmy Ballard. Jimmy Ballard. So, I mean, I know we're going back to history, but I'm clutching at straws a bit, I think. But... I'm, I'm going to be optimistic we won there just before the cup final yeah. that's yeah. the last time we've been yeah. limbs yeah. everywhere yeah. and it's going to be a 2-1 win with a Callum McManaman 109th minute winner this time bloody hell because it'll be delayed for people running on the pitch in fancy dress Scooby-Doo Scooby-Doo will be on, on the pitch as it's a season of goodwill I'm hoping it's going to be the season of goodwill Greg Oh, uh, and I can see us uh, we have a good record West Brom so I'd see us nicking a 2-1 oh, 2-1 away win, a double. late win and I think it's going to re-energise us and, and kickstart our promotion push promotion push? yes heard it here first he's really happy after so we need a Latics Cup hero that's played in Italy West Brom Carlos Tevez missing that chance where he should have nailed it yeah. Um, right, West Brom. Yeah, uh, we've done them already. Um, one one. <laughs> There's always logic with Tom. Barry, how do you see this one going? Uh, I, I, we're, we're just shotting away from home, so I think we're going to get to an over 3 0. And because I'm back in the opposition for these three games, I'm going to go 2 0 West Brom as well. Right, lovely, lovely. Well, um, we're going to have one more podcast before before the new year, so we're, it's going to be out on Thursday next week, because this one's going to be out on Thursday this week as well, but next week's will be on the day after Boxing Day, so we can review the West Brom and the Birmingham games. There's been some false advertising, hasn't there, from your head of media? There has been a slight bit, yeah, but it doesn't Beats matter. advertising standards. Um, well, just, a, just a quick one, I was uh, l- listening to uh, some previous podcasts the other day and I thought I'd listen to the Christmas one. My oh, Jonathan Jackson. Yeah, the, uh, the, the, uh, I was, that was very, very impressive actually. I'd forgotten about that one. It was, uh, was it my Donald Love gave to me? <laughs> we going to sing. <laughs> I have to say that I wasn't I wasn't part of the podcast crew then, but um, I, I think I remember at the time laughing uh, at it, and then even listening to it back. So if if people want to have a good laugh, I think it's from 2015 I think it is. Yeah, well, yeah. That would be good yeah. to uh, play us out one one podcast, wouldn't it? We could do that at the end of next next week. Yeah. yeah. If you want to see Lyrical Genius, then, or listen to Lyrical Genius, then listen to the December podcast, December whatever, 20th podcast. Did you roll that? Did you roll that? I think it might have been me who wrote that. Anyway. You said it was you and Dan on the... Uh, oh, did I? Well, I think he did, he did the music. The music was already written. 
you've got to give him you've got to give the lad a little bit of credit yeah I'll give credit yeah Christmas is just around the corner the season of uh, the festive season isn't it you know we're all going to be having our Christmas lunches before the next podcast and nothing better than pulling a cracker is there and getting them jokes have you got any good cracker jokes for us Gareth yeah just one what's Theresa May having for a Christmas dinner oh I don't know not a great deal that's brilliant Merry Christmas to all our listeners. Yeah. We uh, wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. It's uh, a good night and a Merry Christmas from me. And a good night and a Merry Christmas from us. Up the six. So